Hello, welcome to Boss Women, a podcast about women, comedy and business. My name's Katie and this is my mum, Karen. Mama said there'll be days like this, there'll be days like this, Mama said, Mama said. Yeah, so this is our new podcasting setup. How are you feeling, Karen? Uh, far away and alone. I'm yeah, so we're currently... I was going to say I'm self-isolated in my house on my own. And you are isolated with your flatmate in another part of town. <laughs> in my flat. In your, home, yeah. your flat. Yeah. Um, so we're trialling this episode uh, over Zoom. We will see how it goes. The delay might be a bit annoying, but we'll try our best. Well, we don't have any choice. That's the problem. Yeah. And not many people do have any choice now in what's going on. So since the last podcast, we did our first one on Mother's Day. Uh, well, the, the last COVID episode that we did was on Mother's Day. Um, and we had just started uh, working from home um, and everything. Uh, and how have things... Three weeks. Yeah, this is our... Is this our third week at home or is it coming into our fourth week at home? Oh, God, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. I know. Um, do you want to give the lovely listeners... Um, if there is any, uh, uh, an update on what happened last week. Well, we had to suspend um, our upcoming event in August. Um, On Wednesday at midday last week, um, five festivals Uh, cancelled. There is no, we will have no festivals in August as of today's date because of um, COVID-19. It's unprecedented. It is tragically sad. The Fringe has been going for 70 years and never once has it ever not been there in 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 August. And myself, the Gilded Balloon, has been going for 35 years, or this was to be the 35th year, and never before have we not been there. And Mm -hmm. I mean, it's tragic for all of us. It's very tragic for the performers who were planning to come up and um, perform in August. Mm -hmm. I mean, what are they to do? I mean, they they were all, you come to Edinburgh in August and expect to work very hard, have a great time and get something out of it, which is other gigs around the world, you know, uh, you know, a lot of them expect to become stars. Yeah. And a lot of them have become stars from it. And many, many of them have absolutely over the years. I mean, we have launched the careers of so many people as have many of the venues at the Fringe. It's just, we are one of the smaller venues and it's going to be, we don't have any reserves and Mm -hmm. we are firefighting to survive. 
yeah, mean, our business been, has always been sorry. Oh, our business has always been on a knife edge, hasn't it? And this yeah. has just shown how fragile it is. And it's not just us; it's a lot of companies are very worried about the future. So on Wednesday last week, um, five summer festivals cancelled, as Karen said. Do you remember what they are? The they are the book art. festival, the tattoo, the film festival is already cancelled. Sorry. Um, the Edinburgh Festival Fringe, the Edinburgh International Festival, the Art Festival um, have all now ceased for... So, yeah, so we sent out an email to our performers on Tuesday evening before the announcement and um, letting them know that ourselves... You all right there, Karen? Yeah, sorry, I'm looking for something. Carry on. <laughs> Ourselves, alongside our venue partners, so Assembly, Underbelly and Pheasants, um, are suspending all planning uh, for this year's Fringe. So the, the Fringe is a funny thing in that the Fringe Society cannot cancel the Fringe, can they? They can only stop their services. So their announcement was that they, they suspended their services. So they so are selling tickets. Mm -hmm. Um, and suspend their services. And that means that artists get their uh, re the, a refund on the registration fees, which is great. Um, for us as venues, we are trying to be as positive as possible that we can do something in August. The thought of Edinburgh without anything is devastating, quite frankly, and I'm very um, sad if that was the case, I would be very sad if that was the case, that nothing happened. But obviously we have to um, be sensible now and we are going to reassess the situation in June once we know how this is all going to play out. Well, um, the whole point is it's health and safety is the most important now. With this virus that is worldwide, it's a worldwide pandemic and until it slows down and stops, we can do nothing. The, obviously, mm -hmm. it's all over the media that you have to stay home and save lives. Mm -hmm. And it's just, I mean, we, we have no idea when we will reopen. I mean, as you say, if by the end of June there is good news and it's all mm -hmm. stopped, basically, then we can maybe plan for something small, but we'll never ever be able to do the festival as we had planned it. No, mm -hmm. and, and so whether there's a small fringe or no fringe, we are now in firefighting mode of how to survive for a full year and all the costs that that entails without having a fringe. Um, so that's the kind of scary situation that we're in at the moment. And um, we also last week furloughed all of our staff, which has been horrible um, because we are very close to our staff and they are like family and furloughing them has, it's the only way that we can continue really um, in order to be able to pay back the artist fees and things. Uh, we need as much government support as we can. And because we're so close to them, that has been really difficult. And in order to survive, the whole, I mean, our, that, that is the yeah, thing. I yeah, I said that. Um, Bring it again. <laughs> uh, and the problem with so Karen and I are the only people still 
working, um, which is very difficult to run an arts organisation with no team. Um, the furlough, um, what's it called, scheme that uh, the government put in place works for, works better, should I say, for shops and bars and things that when you close your doors, you can't operate. Whereas for an arts organisation, for a company that has to, in order to open its doors, we have to have something programmed in to put on, which takes six months previous planning in order to do that. Furloughing all the staff means that we have to basically come to a halt and planning future seasons and planning of when our doors do open becomes almost impossible. Well, so that, you and I, you and I can plan, but yeah. to follow it through, we have to take our staff back on, and until there is money coming in, yeah. So know, it's, it's it's really scary. Um, about so you know, Karen and I are programming stuff for the autumn. We think that we'll be starting back up again, hopefully in September. But yeah, trying to do that without the year-round team is really really difficult and i mean this morning i don't you know i think we both woke up and just not having a team of people around you that care about the company as much as you do and you know want to make stuff happen it's just been really hard yeah it's soul destroying but we are uh, katie managed to do fred mccauley in conversation on instagram live yesterday which was really amazing i think it, it worked happened. well actually yeah well it normally it would be it would be on um uh, on at the basement and uh, fred's got a lovely following of people and the guests that he had were christopher MacArthur boyd and ian rankin and they would normally be sitting on a sofa and having a chat and in mm -hmm. this instance they were on instagram and people could comment all the time and I know all young people who do Instagram <laughs> know all that, Katie, but I don't. And yeah. so as he is talking, he's seeing things, comments coming up. So he is commenting on it. And when mm -hmm. I say get on with it, he goes, Karen Corin says get on with it. <laughs> I know, but it's quite a good interactive way of doing it. I think it worked really well for, for in-conversation types of shows. It works quite well. The only problem is that obviously we can't charge ticket price and it doesn't go towards, it's not an income, um, which ultimately we do need. But I think a few people did become Pals and Pink members over the weekend. Oh, really? That nice. is fantastic. Your pal Lynn Crossan being one of the main ones. Oh, that's um, great. So we're doing a couple um, kind of initiatives or shows to keep our profile up. Um, Fred McCauley on Instagram being one of them and we're also doing a show on Fridays every Friday at 8 o'clock called Gilded Balloons Sofa Set List uh, and that is a series of clips from um, performers um, doing their own performances from home um, and that's been really successful and we're going to try and continue that as long as we can um, but again that particular show is an artist fundraiser so all the donations that are made during the show go direct to the performers. So that's not supporting us any, anyway. And ultimately we do have to think of things, ways to support ourselves as well as supporting all the artists that have been affected by this. So the final uh, 
thing that we've been doing is a thousand pink membership. So uh, that is twenty pounds for a year, and it's active from when you when we reopen our doors again. Um, and there's loads of different benefits and things from joining that. Um, but that money will go direct to us as a venue to try and keep us ticking over. And you know, with all the, the refunds and stuff on, on tickets of cancelled shows and things, we have been getting donate people donating to the venue and things. So that's been really, really lovely. Um, and the kind of level of support that we've received from across the industry has been not financial support, just you know, love and kindness and messages and stuff. Um, because of the decision that was taken last week has been amazing, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's great to hear from people. Um, we just have to try and think and be creative, be as creative as we can. Um, obviously, we're talking to the bank and looking at the government loan scheme, um, which is probably what's going to get us through. So it's not, it's not as, Rosie. Rosie as it normally is, but we are going to be positive, are we not, Katie? Yeah, it's just been, I've found it really difficult to do. Um, and we've done, a, we've done a podcast already, haven't we, about staying positive. Um, which well, what's happened now is just putting what you said, you know, your, your depression and everything, you know, being sad has gone right out the window because you couldn't be much sadder than because you have no alternative now we are all in the same boat we all um have no alternative but to stay at home save lives um until this is all over until it's safe to do so until it's safe to go out again we have to do as the government have told us to do because See, i don't know really know i started talking about our old podcast and then you completely ignore that so um but what you're... that's what I'm talking about is the old podcast of when you came back from Australia mm -hmm. it's I mean you were sad then I mean this has forced you into a situation where it's completely different yeah different and I'm still sad <laughs> I know but just... you're forced into a sad situation where you know, you can't do anything about it now. So, you know, yeah. just I just uh, This morning, I just found really difficult come waking up, getting on the computer and just silence, you know. And um, I'm just, this weekend was just rubbish. I'm just getting really, I don't know how we're, everyone's mental health is going to be able to cope with this. I, I'm but you started running again. For your exercise, I started doing exercise. All I'm doing is exercising, which is great. Yeah, but I'm doing it to pass time. No, but also reading, it, it does make you feel better. Mm -hmm. This is just so dry, isn't it? That um, the what? All three of these. It's so rubbish that the first three of our podcast series is me being really depressed. <laughs> I know I don't want so, it to be that, but it's just so you're going to pull yourself out of it, are you not? I just need a plan, you know, I'm like I need we need to decide what we're doing. We Funny, when you were a kid you would you would be you would always say, What are we doing today, Mum? What are we doing today? Always I have to know to, what you were doing. I need a focus and I need a, something that I'm working towards and 
the lack of the thought of no fringe. That's... Well, we're working towards reopening and we're working towards making enough money to survive. So that's what we have to do. Yeah, I just think we should. There's been a lot of talk about um, how this is kind of like a forced pause for the planet. So less planes flying and, you know, you know, there's dolphins in, the, in Venice and all this stuff. And it's hope dolphins in Venice. Yeah, there's been yeah, like I didn't know that. Look on the internet. Um, it's like hopefully a really good thing for the planet that this is all that we are all shutting down. But also, there's a lot of people talking about how it's good for our souls and stuff to have a pause and to reevaluate who we are and what we want to do and all of those big bigger questions and just be forced to look inward and uh, because before this, before this weird isolation thing that we're doing now, everything was so busy, everything was so busy and so uh, noisy and everything had to happen immediately and you know it was just one thing after another, one thing after another and I think we should try and take this opportunity to sit and think about what we want to do going forward. Um, which is a difficult thing to think about, especially when we're trying to firefight and survive. But we do need to kind of evaluate where we want to go. That's good, Katie. You see, you've got a brain. <laughs> yeah, it's fine talking about it, but we actually have to sit and talk about it. I know. But do as, after this. as you say, you, you've got the time now. Mm -hmm. You've got time to... And we come out the other side. Mm -hmm. you know? I mean, how do you think this is, what do you think is going to happen? Because there's lots of different people talking about how it's going to affect people after this. Like some people are saying they're planning for reopening in September. Other people are saying that they're planning to reopen in bloody uh, January. You mean moving the, the fringe or? No, I'm talking about when how do you think it's going to play out when do you think stuff's going to get back to normal well i mean it's quite obvious and you've more or less said it yourself that when we come out of this it's going to be different it's just going to be different so we don't know i mean a lot of people are saying oh my god we're going to have the best festival ever in next august because everybody will be uh, wanting to be out there having a great time mm -hmm. i mean in September, if we manage to reopen in September, um, the Gilda Balloon Basement, then we don't know how many people are, you know, people might still are, might be scared to yeah. rub shoulders together. But we need to plan for that, don't we? We need, really need to think about that. That's what I worry about. Is that we can't, well, just, we can't just plow on as if there's never happened. I found it interesting. Somebody told me the other day that a that a flight ticket from <clears throat> New Zealand to the UK was £40,000. So, <laughs> so how, you know, we can't triple the prices for people to come out and watch live, live mm -hmm. entertainment. It just won't work. Yeah. You know, we have to be positive, as I say, and um, be safe in the knowledge that people will want to come out and party. The only thing is, they may just want to go to the pub and not actually watch entertainment. Mm. But I think we've got some great 
um, work coming up between now, well, between September and the festival next year, and I think it will be worth people coming out to see it. But I think we should probably have a bit of a brainstorm um, about those kind of changing attitudes of people not wanting to sit in theatres necessarily and having a digital offering alongside everything that we do. It's probably worth talking yeah. about that. Yeah. Um, I think I think you are trying to think out the box, but uh, it's not easy to. Mm -hmm. But the only way we can do it is by talking about it and, you know, um, mm -hmm. talking with other people about what they think. But yeah. the right people, yeah, yeah. not not necessarily. Because there's an awful lot of people, when I've been doing the Gilded Balloon, they've, oh, why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? If I was you, I would do that. And, you know, I feel like saying, well, if that's what you think, go and do it yourself. Mm -hmm. because it's hard yeah you know so we just need to do our best <laughs> absolutely and you know you you don't sound as down as I'm sure you feel yeah I, I mean you have to try and then it's sun is shining which I'm enjoying the sun is shining and have you been out for your run no I'm gonna go soon um i walked around the garden i ran did a circuit and mm -hmm. i ran round and got very tired and then i walked and i realized that in all these days i have not been looking at the at my steps on the phone because mm -hmm. i've never had my phone with me when i've been anywhere yeah well i haven't yeah. been anywhere you know walking yeah. around the house and up and down stairs and in the garden you don't hold your phone no. so my average is 270 <laughs> oh, Jesus, <laughs> there's not a lot um, look at what mine is. but that's know. just because i'm not holding the phone honestly yes because it's just awful to think that i'm not getting even five thousand steps a day well, today guess how many steps i've done today uh a thousand I've done 61 steps and it's, <laughs> four, it's four o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> well, that's because you're not holding your phone. I yes, mean, that'll like, be why. No, but the phone doesn't guess how many steps. It's because you have them on your person. Have the phone, I mean, in your no, no, pocket or... No. Isn't it? I hope that's oh, right. Anyway, that's really terrible. Yeah, it's not just, it's not, it can't trace your steps when you're not holding it. That's right. So... Um, between now and when we talk, we have to hold our phone all the time so we yeah. can find out. We can trace our steps. <laughs> well, that's the problem is that I'm worried that people are becoming so insular as well. Like, I'm obsessed with my phone now, and I was obsessed with it before. So, God, I don't know what people will be like. They won't be able to get off them, I don't think. Well, the good thing is you could maybe write a book. This is maybe when I should be writing my book. You should be writing your book. I know, but I'm too... I just sure. want to make sure the Gilded Balloon's all right first. Mm -hmm. um, but what we should potentially do is do some interviews like this with somebody, with a guest. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd well, be a great we figured out, well, if this works, then we could figure out how to do that and invite some people. Yeah, that'd be lovely. 
So that's will, another wee project for you to do, to write a wee list of people. Yeah. <laughs> Very well, Katie. And I'll have a think as well. Um, okay, well, we'll be back. Now that we know how to do this, we'll probably do quite a few to keep us going, eh? That's right. We might yeah. have to do every single date. No, I'm not going to do every single yeah. date. What I'm going to try and do is have my phone with me to record my steps. Oh, God's sake. Um, and <laughs> uh, do a good round of the garden every day mm -hmm. um, just to keep sane good. and talk to as many people as possible. Let's have a brainstorm yep. ASAP. Yes. And any ideas, anybody, like say, get back to us. Sorry, did I um, stop you there? Just a bit. Um, we'd like to say thank you to John for editing series one and two of the podcast. I emailed him today uh, and oh. told him that, yeah, I told him that we have welcomed my nephew, your grandson, Finn Corin, to Boss Woman podcast team, and he is now our editor. So, and, it's which a is great, proper is family great. affair. Because he is studying sound design at Napier University. So yeah. although he's now not doing anything, he's passed seemingly no. his first year. <laughs> yes, by default. Just uh, default. But that's rubbish for him that he's that his first year of uni has been cut short. But we hope that listening to our dusset tones has, you know, brought him some kind of <laughs> activity to do. Yeah, yeah. and um so the more ideas, the better, Katie. Let's be positive. The sun is shining. It's getting warmer every day. Mm -hmm. um, it's a bit windy, but... Um, and that brings light to our lives. I'm not going to say how yeah. sad I am not to be able to go to Norway, but where we did a podcast. Said that in every podcast so far, so... I haven't. Yeah. Have I? <laughs> yeah. Have I? Um, so the next one that we do will be much cheerier um, we apologise for the first three episodes of this season being a bit downbeat but uh, well, <clears throat> we want to have an honest and open uh, podcast about that's truthful about where we are as human beings, women and business owners don't we? We do, absolutely I was just thinking about how I'm going to do my egg painting party yeah. next Sunday which uh, Sunday is it? It's on Sunday coming. Yeah. yeah. And then we're going to have a Zoom with all the people who should have been at the party. Um, and look at all their they're gonna send in eggs. So mm -hmm. that'll be that'll be something to arrange, won't it? Again, yeah. nothing financial. <laughs> no. No. Um, okay, well, thank you for this. Fingers crossed it, it works. I okay. miss you. I miss you too. I miss, do you want me to tell you my things that I miss? Yeah. miss hugs. I miss cuddles. Very much so. Very much. Uh, I miss pints. Oh, I pints miss, out of a, a yeah. pint thing. A pint Lots thing, of yeah. beer going off. And I know, and I miss coffee. Really, really hipster coffee with the fancy pants uh, patterns on it. Latte art. Miss all that. Oh, really? And I miss my family. Oh. And I miss my pals, obviously, as well. My pals and my family. Look, I've started um, 
doing an illustrated journal because we've all got to um, keep occupied. Things I miss, cuddles, coffee, pints, pals and family. Oh, how lovely, Katie. How creative. Oh, wow, that is fantastic. Oh my God, Katie. Um, sorry, I'm, this is a podcast. I know. <laughs> I I'm know. to try and explain what I'm looking no, at. No, no, it's fine. So I'm going to try. So well, I have, everyone... to, have to now say what I'm looking at, what I looked at. And it was a double page spread of everything that's worrying you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. So and it was, what do you call it when you do that kind of drawing? Well, this is called uh, illustrated journaling, I think, or illustration journaling, or basically a diary, but you, you know, it's just like scribbling notes, but in, in drawing form. In drawings, yeah. And I used to do it for this business company back in the day, which was called Scribing. But I'm going to try and sort of follow, that's basically my new skill that I'm going to learn because everyone seems to be learning and doing new skills with this time. So I'm going to, I want to get some watercolour and colour it in and stuff. Oh, I'm really proud of you, Katie. That is <laughs> wonderful. No, but um, it's true. Thank you. Oh, I mean, it's not pottery. <laughs> it's not pottery, but it is something I can do in my home. Yeah, it's great. Because um, I did notice that at, at a Zoom meeting the other day we were having, you were had your head down, well, you were obviously drawing. I was doing that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um, you're not really wanting to come back into the real world, are you? <laughs> no, I am. I'm doing that because I don't, I need to occupy my time somehow. Yeah. When I'm not working. Well, while you're drawing these things, think of the future and how we can, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, live drawing shows. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, positive, positive, positive. Yes. And uh, I look forward, I do hope this has worked. Yeah, it's, um, it's recording, so. Yeah, we'll see. Um, I think we'll sound a bit different to how we normally sound. But next time, let's do some interviews. That'd be lovely. Yep. Stay <laughs> safe, everyone. Yeah. Uh, stay indoors, look after each other, be kind to each other, and we will all get out of this sooner rather than later. And oh my God, I cannot wait to have a pint at the end of it. <laughs> and I'm fine, I don't need the pint. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all, bye. All right, lots of love, bye.